The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. I received an email the other day from a, not really a student, but somebody who's been consuming some of my free content. And the headline read, the market took all my money. And then when I read the body of the email, the individual talked about how they were interested in buying my courses, but they didn't have any money left because the market took all his money. So that's the topic of today's episode. Did the market really take all his money? By the way, I receive emails like this and hear comments like this from many traders. They may not use those exact words, but they'll say things like, oh, my broker is trading against my individual account and therefore there's no way that I can win. Or another one is the market makers. You know, they're taking out my stops. They could see where my stops are. And they're running my stops constantly. Or gosh, another one is that the markets are manipulated. And therefore the little guy, I'm going to have another uh, episode on that whole concept of the little guy, which I hate. But uh, so the little guy can never make any money. You know, it's uh, class warfare, the big guy against the little guy. And the big guy is always going to win. Uh, usually the um, implication is that the big guy has some sort of advantage and that they're unethical, and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Okay, so first of all, today's topic is going to be just on one aspect of this attitude, and I'm going to summarize that into a term from a book by Jocko Willink, and uh, the name of the book is Extreme Ownership. Highly recommend you read the book, or at the very least, go to YouTube, and he did a TED Talk there on extreme ownership. Don't remember if the uh, episode or the uh, YouTube video is called exactly that or not, but he did a tremendous job and uh, summarizes a lot in the book, although obviously the book has a lot more detail. But uh, Jocko comes from a military background. He also has a podcast, by the way. Highly recommend that you check out his podcast. And this guy is just no nonsense, all right? So like I say, Navy SEAL, um, you know, the elite of the elite in the military, and still really hyper-disciplined, no excuses. He talks about leadership and what leadership is. By the way, also has a children's book. I got the children's book, really a great one for, for your kids to teach them responsibility and um, extreme ownership. So, and empowerment. And that's really what this is all about. So first of all, what I'm going to say is the more that you blame other people, whether it's your broker, the market makers, or this mysterious nebulous thing called the market that took all your money, you're giving away your power. You're giving away control. You think it's been taken away. No, you are giving it away. I think, as you can tell, this is going to be a little bit of a um, 
uh, straight shooter type of message here today. So this is not for the faint of heart. If you don't want to hear it, well, then fine. Go ahead and uh, stop the podcast right now. But probably if you feel that way, you probably need to hear it more than anyone else. But we are definitely um, going to need to all do this because if we don't, well, then we have no chance of winning whatsoever. So take back your control, take responsibility, take ownership, and take extreme ownership of what you can do. Now, obviously, some things are beyond our power, but those things that are within our power, within our control, that we take into our ownership. Now, this means being responsible. This is one of my biggest, biggest, biggest issues. I hate when people have entitlement mentalities or when they blame other people. You know, the word responsible means you're able to respond. doesn't mean that you necessarily can control everything outside, right? You can't control everything in your environment, neither can I. But that's not what responsibility is. Responsibility means that we have these things happen in our world, and how do we respond? That's our responsibility. That's what is within our control. And, you know, it really bothers me because this is such a pervasive attitude in our culture today, where everybody thinks everything's a scam. Everybody thinks everything's a ripoff. If they lost money or they weren't successful with something, whether it's in trading or anything else, they say, oh, that was a scam. Well, that was a ripoff. And part of that, well, I, I see it in uh, a lot of the messages that I see on uh, discussion boards and uh, user, um, what do they call those things? User groups. Yeah. Forums. And hey, some of those popular websites are the scam alert websites or the ripoff report websites. Those things are super popular. Why? Because they attract a lot of people who want to bitch about how they got scammed. In other words, it's not their fault. In fact, you know, that's one of the things that really bothers me in marketing. If you study copywriting, they say that um, one thing you should always say is that you put in there somehow how it's not the prospect's fault. You know, here's this problem and it's not your fault. Why? Because they know that's deep rooted in the human psyche that nobody wants it to be their fault. So you tell them that it's not their fault, which is what they want to hear, and then give them another solution. And you play into their victim mentality. Well, I won't play into their victim mentality. I won't do that. I'm doing the exact opposite here. So you can see, I'm a lousy salesman. So <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, it is your fault. And be, guess what? It's my fault too. So I'm not just pointing the finger at you. Uh, obviously, started at home. I've started this with myself, taking extreme ownership and responsibility for everything in my life. Now, does that mean that I'm happy about everything? No. Does that mean that I can control everything? No. Does that mean some really crappy shit has happened in my life that, um, you know, I didn't bring on or I didn't initiate? Um, no. But I am responsible. I can respond to it in a way that that gives me the ownership, the control of how I'm going to handle it. So um, when it comes to trading, that's obviously we want to uh, integrate this with trading. So a lot of people, for example, have heard, and maybe you have too, you tell me this. Have you heard that professional traders focus and rely more on risk management and money management than indicators or price patterns or a lot of other stuff. And if you have heard that, then my next question to you is, 
have you put an immense amount of effort, I mean, an astronomical, gargantuan effort into learning about risk management and money management? If you haven't, okay, now that's on you. That's on you because you heard the truth, but here's what happened. By the way, I'll, I'm you're my confessor. I'm raising my hand right now because I'm telling you this is a mistake I made. I heard that stuff for years and years, right? But I didn't focus on it because, well, frankly, it didn't sound sexy. It just didn't sound interesting. It wasn't a shiny object. And so I wanted indicators, frankly, is what I wanted. I wanted some new, shiny, cool indicator. And oh my gosh, there's millions of them out there all promising to save the world. And, you know, developed by NASA scientists and mathematical geniuses and all this kind of great stuff. New edge, brand new thing, always new, right? And that's another thing in our society. New, improved. Why? Because people are, again, saying, well, it's not my fault that there's been things around that haven't worked. And that's that fault. So what I need is something new and different. And that's going to be the solution. And so the marketing gurus throughout the world are constantly pumping stuff at us, new and improved, because they know that taps into the psyche and attack taps into, in, a, in a, at least some manner, the fact that we say, oh, the reason I haven't succeeded is because I didn't have this new thing. Now there's a new thing that thing will make me successful. So they're pointing or successful. So they're pointing for to success outside of themselves. No, success lies within ourselves. So this is what we have to do. We have to go inside. We have to go internal. We have to look at ourselves and say, all right, I am responsible. So trading, the mastery of trading is really self-mastery. In fact, mastery in anything is self-mastery and the same in trading. So you need to focus on trading psychology. Again, you've heard that a million times probably if you've been around the trading world for any period of time. Have you mastered it? Have you focused on that? Have you studied that more than indicators or have you studied indicators more than trading psychology? Have you studied and tried? Are you playing around with a ton of indicators more than you're studying risk management and the mathematics of it? Are you playing around more with trying all kinds of different trading strategies, styles, techniques, whatever, or gurus and moving around all the time every week to a new shiny object? Or are you staying steady and studying money management for six months in a row? Ooh, wow. See, not as sexy, not as attractive. Mm, don't really want to do that because that doesn't sound like a shortcut. And it actually is. The irony is it actually is a shortcut. Following all the shiny objects is getting you no closer to trading. And that's just putting you off further and further and further from being successful. Uh, what about this one? Your trading logs. I don't mean just uh, keeping track of your trades, when I got in, when I get out, what the price levels were, etc. But rather, trading logs where you monitor your emotions and your thoughts. And I go into detail. In fact, I got a little series on that in this podcast. So go if you want to uh, actually go into a little bit of detail on how I do that, then um, I forget which episodes they are, but there's a series. I think there's four or five episodes in this um, podcast about that, how to do your trading logs to not just document what you've got, right? Your broker can give you that, but to actually help trade or train yourself to change your behavioral psychology. 
Now, again, I, you know, I've struggled with this too. We all do. I think it's part of human nature. Gosh, I remember back in college, I, um, I got a D in chemistry, right? Now I never liked chemistry. <laughs> I hated chemistry actually, but uh, I got A's on the tests. I had to study extra hard because it never really made sense to me. It didn't resonate with me. And even on the final exam, by the way, the final exam was a cumulative exam for the whole semester. So we had our midterm. I got an A on that. But then the final exam was not just the second half of the semester. It was the whole semester, cumulative exam. And I got an A on that too. Then when I got my report card, I got a D. I'm like, what? What you talking about? This is not right. So I went and talked to the professor and he said, oh, it's because you didn't turn in your um, lab worksheets. I said, lab worksheets? What's the big deal about that? We're just writing down our results and, you know, they're just little forms. It's not even a test or a quiz. And he says, yeah, well, I weight that very heavily. And I told you at the beginning of the semester that you had to turn those all in. And since you didn't, that is part of your grade. And that skewed your grade down to a D. Well, my explanation was, wait a minute. Um, hey, I, I've proven that I know chemistry. So what am I being graded on? Uh, just, you know, filling out little forms, which is not even a test of my knowledge. It's just literally writing down data and it shows no knowledge whatsoever. It's just documenting the lab or the fact that I got an A on the midterm and I got an A on the final. I know chemistry. Shouldn't the grade reflect my knowledge of the course? And he disagreed. And he and I disagree on that to this day. But you know what? I still take ownership for it. Do I think he was right? Nope. I think he's just terribly wrong. Uh, do I feel it was an injustice? Yep. But you know what? I have to admit, he did tell us at the beginning of the semester we were to turn in all those little stupid reports, <laughs> little lab reports, and I didn't do it. Now, I had them. I did have them. That was the other thing that really put me over the top. I had all those lab reports. I just didn't turn them in. And he actually said, well, I asked him, I said, hey, I did all the reports. And I said, if I run back to my dormitory right now and I can bring them back to you within, say, 45 minutes, obviously, I couldn't do a year of lab reports in 45 minutes and travel there and travel back. Will you look? I said, I'll look at it. So I did. And sure enough, I had all the lab reports. And he says, oh, you really did do them. And I said, yeah. I said, so can I get my A now? And he says, nope. I said, why not? I did them. He says, yeah, but you didn't turn them in. Wow. Really? Okay. And I've had a lot of injustices like that in my life. But bottom line is the dude did tell me that we had to turn them in. So I screwed up. I screwed up. And by the way, who said the world is fair? The world is not a fair place. So forget about fairness. All right. That's justice. Mm -mm. Nice idea. Does not exist in the real world. So that's the kind of thing. Now, is that hard to deal with mentally? You know what? I struggled with that for a long, for years, not only a long time, years. It's only, and that's bothered me for many years. It didn't really, you know, hurt my career. Or my, you know, yeah, I had one D out of everything else in college, but, um, it was more the injustice that bothered me. So, but you know what? I had to come back. And eventually when I started learning this concept of extreme ownership, say, you know what? Bottom line is I could have gotten an A if I would have followed his instructions. He did give the instructions from the beginning. He did do that and I didn't follow them. So that's on me.
that's on me. Uh, here's another one for trading. Let's get back to trading. Uh, do you print out? Well, first of all, here's another one. Um, are you blowing out trading accounts? If you're blowing out trading accounts, you haven't learned money management. You should never blow out trading accounts. There is no good reason to ever blow out one single trading account. That means you have not studied money management and there's no one to blame except you. Are you keeping your trading logs? We talked about that. Are you printing out your charts? This is another thing I teach people. Don't just review your charts on the screens. Print them out on paper and go over them every single day along with your trading logs. Is that fun? No, but does it bring clarity to your trading? Oh my gosh, I'll tell you that little exercise right there. Again, more important than most any other thing I've done that everybody does with looking at indicators and price patterns and, you know, all these weird, bizarre uh, numerology and <laughs> things that people do. There's so many things people do in trading that they don't realize none of it, none of that stuff really matters. What matters is the management of your mind, risk management, money management, and yeah, having a good trading methodology, obviously that's very, very important. Absolutely critical, in fact. And then your behaviors of managing yourself and having your feedback loops in there. So by the way, recently had an experience with this same kind of thing. Um, so as many of you know, I do Krav Maga, which is a, an Israeli, not really martial art, but it's a, uh, it's martial, not really an art. Anyway. I got some injuries, you know, I'm not a young guy, I'm 59 years old right now. And um, so I, I got some injuries and I was kind of miffed at them for a little while because I, they didn't do real warm ups. Now they called them warm ups, but no, they just started out the class at hundred miles an hour. And with my old body, you know, I mean, I need what I consider a real warm up, like, okay, starting slow and gradually increasing and stretching and all that stuff. So yeah, a lot of 20 year olds in there. And I guess what they do is fine, but not for some guy who's 59 and already has a ton of injuries. So I got a little mad because I got injuries because I didn't have a proper warm up before we got started. And then again, I realized, wait a minute, that is not their fault. That is not on them. If I want a slower warm up before class or before we start fighting and so forth, I should do that before class. I've got the power to do that. That's up to me. I can make that decision. I am response able. So my response that I'm able to do to that situation, I can't change their course curriculum. That's fine. But before I go, I can warm up for 30 minutes. And that's what I started to do. That's what I started to do. I put the blame where it belonged and it belonged on me. So I'm not excusing myself from blame here. I've learned all this stuff from uh, screwing up and uh, hey, I, I've blamed others and all that stuff as much as anybody else. And what I found is it doesn't make for a happy life either. The more you blame others, two things happen. Number one, you're miserable and puts you in a bad emotional state and a bad mental state and a powerless state. And that powerless state then leads to number two, where you don't succeed. You become a loser. And I, I mean that in the literal sense of the term for trading, you will lose money. You've got to become empowered and you empower yourself by focusing on the right things, following through, putting in the extra effort and taking responsibility for everything that happens to you. And that means when bad things happen, you look at it, you review it and you say, how can I change it? Not putting it on someone else, but putting it on yourself taking that control, taking that power and owning it and saying, all right, what can I do to change this? 
because we can't control other people. We can't control society. We can't control the markets, right? I don't make the market move. I go with the flow of the market. And that is the way to success. Well, hope this was helpful for some of you. Hope nobody got offended, although I'm sure that's never going to be the case. <laughs> for those of you who got offended, I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. Uh, you probably needed to hear this. Uh, if you disagree with me, that's absolutely great. Send me an email at barry.topdogtrading.com. And uh, hey, I might have misspoken a few things. I'm open to that. I'll take responsibility for that. I'd love to hear your um your ideas, your thoughts, your rebuttals. Uh, if it helped you, send me an email at barry at topdogtreated.com as well. And if you have any requests for future topics, um, send me an email. And again, I'll be very happy to help you with that. I do have a mini course I'm going to give you for free. And this is to really only my podcast listeners. I don't offer this anywhere else. It is a wonderful little course that is the 10 rules on how to succeed in trading. And these are the 10 rules that have helped me the most and have helped my students the most. So I kept track of what works for people and then I put them into this 10-step uh, um, little course here. So it's a special report. It's got a PDF and also three videos. You can get it by going to onlinetradingtowin.com forward slash 10 rules. By the way, that's 10, T-E-N, spelled out the word, not the number 10. Again, onlinetradingtowin.com slash 10 rules. And if you got value from this episode, if you like the podcast, if you wanted to keep going, please do two simple things. Number one, subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And number two, while you're there, leave a nice review and a rating. Only takes 30 seconds, and it tells me that it brings good karma. And also, of course, that will help me so I can continue to help you. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither Online Trading to Win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss, even above the amount invested, is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.